0: Blog Talk Radio <music>
1: Susan Laris and Dan, and I'm so delighted to welcome you all here again today and across time, those of you listening to the podcast. Today, I am so happy in just a moment to be welcoming on the line Edie Summers, who is a fellow longtime blog talk radio host and just a wonderful soul and someone I was very very fortunate to come across quite randomly rather early um, during the time when I don't even know if I'd started this show yet when I first came across Edie at a local um, wellness event here in the Portland, Oregon area where we both are. Edie has just published a book that really um, she has been working on for a very long time and you can just feel that this book just expresses her soul. She is so beautifully honest in this book, and it's a poetic story. The The book is poetic in many ways, and so is her life. And the name of the book is The Memory of Health, My Journey to Mindful Living and Conscious Consumerism. And today we're going to talk about wellness. And we're going to talk about um, those of you who have had health issues that have been very challenging. And something I don't talk about too much is I very much related to Edie's story because I had um, my own share of issues for for quite a long time as well. And I know many of us can relate in different ways. Um, Edie's going to talk about her story, how she came back to health, and we're also going to talk today about um, living mindfully and truly living truly inhabiting our bodies and our feeling the presence of our souls, and also some very concrete things that we can do um, to help with our quality of life and and um, you can learn more about ED at portlandwellnesscoach.com. She is a wellness coach. She's also um, quite the student and scholar. She's, She's getting her PhD in health psychology, and she's also focusing on functional medicine and clinical nutrition, and she has a fascinating history in the nutritional industry as well. Just such an amazing soul, and I learned so much more about her. And without further delay, I am so delighted to bring Edie Summers on the line. Hi, Edie. Hi, Susan. How are you? Oh, I'm doing very well. I'm so glad that you are here. And one of the things I I wanted to say, I could have gone on and on with your introduction, (laughs) is... (laughs) I can personally hmm. attest that the last time I saw you, it's been a little while, but you showed up at, at a festival that I helped with and my goodness, you radiate yes. like a oh, beacon oh. of health oh, my goodness. and light. Oh. oh and you do. Oh. And, likewise, and um so likewise. your well, <laughs> your very <laughs> presence demonstrates all of this in your book and 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 oh, what I love you. most is the hope that you give to people. Mm, so thank um, you. Oh that makes me happy. And, that makes yeah, me happy. And, that
0: that was the primary mo- mo- yeah. intention.
1: <laughs> yes. <laughs> hope and, is a powerful maybe, thing. <laughs> maybe we should start there is I know your book mm-hmm. begins with telling people not to give up and I know there are people yeah. listening during the day. Today, who may be dealing with, they may have been in an accident or have an illness, or you know, there's so many things that we can deal with emotionally and physically, and they're all related. Um, um, tell us, Edie, um, begin to to unfold your story for us, your story of hope for these people. Mm-hmm. How can we encourage uh-huh. one another? Mm, I love that, Susan. What a what a great
0: way to frame and open. A conversation. I just absolutely love that, you know, starting off with hope, because I really yeah. think that's what everyone is looking for, you know. It's yeah. just how can you either find hope or keep it, and just that's just a beautiful question. And, you know, I think we all have challenges, um, you know, like you were saying, and some of them are health-related, and some of them are related to other parts of life. And I think it all just comes down to, um, you know, finding that place inside of you, that is eternal and is, isn't affected by outside forces. Um, and that, I mean, it was definitely a journey for myself, and I think it's, it's a journey for everybody, you know, kind of coming full circle back to yourself and realizing that, that you are strong and capable and that there's always a way to find hope, you know, it's in, in, your, in yourself but also realizing that you're connected to everybody else. Um, and the world and universe at large, and, and knowing that, if you, I think when you, I think hope for for me, what I discovered along the way is that realizing that I'm connected and, and allowing myself to feel connected, and also reaching out when I needed to. Um, so, and I mean, you know, I you know my story is a lot of it was health related, um, and I I mean I can definitely go into details if you want to. I, I want to make sure that. I'm, you know, story is really powerful. And I think that, you know, people can find hope and healing in stories too. And I think part of it is hearing other people's stories. And then part of it, a big part of it is telling your own story and then being heard, right? Like having yeah. your story being heard, I think is a huge part yeah. of it. And, you know, so, I mean, yeah, I mean, I, I had health health issues. I developed chronic fatigue after a ski accident, I had surgery and you know I was a very vital person beforehand and my my energy dropped and and we, I still don't know why exactly. Uh, so I I had to find find answers and find hope along the way and I you know I think energy is hope. I mean ho- or hope is energy. It's that was the biggest part is is finding that again. So it's a, it's a, there's so many things I could say
1: about hope. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um Something that I feel um, comes out in your book is, yeah. and certainly what you've become an expert on, in fact, I've spent many years studying this, is mm-hmm. um, nutrition, how how you seem yeah. to learn early on how mm-hmm. important yeah. that is.
0: It is. It's so important. I mean, it's, I think that we can, again, there's that, that feeling of, you know, we live in a really modern world and I think it's easy to forget like how ancient our bodies are and how we really do need like that deep nutrition. And, in in my case in particular, since I had lost my energy, um, you know, a lot of energy, I mean, energy comes from all different sources. Like there's love energy, there's being connected, there's, You know, there's communal energy, but there is life force energy that that comes from the food that we eat. And and it's I my body in particular needs really high quality nutrition in order to to not only function, but to thrive. So and I notice a difference on a daily basis. Like if I I mean, we all get, you know, busy and stressed out and um, I have to my body will remind me, you know, if I'm not eating as well as I could be, it'll it'll remind me through my symptoms. You know, so it's my body is and and that kind of feeds into the mindfulness part is like I learned how to pay attention to my body's yeah. symptoms, and nutrition was the first the it's it's very grounding, and you know i'm I'm a big fan of i mean I know that you know we live in a world now where it's pretty divided in some ways, you know in terms of g m o non g m o and you and when I'm not saying g m o is you know evil or anything like that, my body says a different story, like I listen to my body. Uh-huh. My body uh-huh. likes organic food, ideally non-GMO as much as possible. I have I have a lot of reactions to corn, ge- genetic, genetically yes. modified corn. My body is the one that figured it out, not me. So yeah, I, I find it makes a huge difference in terms of mental clarity and and energy levels and just, but also, you know, I know that your show is really focused on spirituality and like when I'm eating well, I feel. I feel like I am connected to my higher self, you know, like it's kind of like it wakes it up in a way, you know, and of course we can always get in touch with that, like that part of ourselves, but I find it easier when my body's feeling good and, you know, like certain foods, like superfoods. like you know, I love spirulina and, you know, but I've, again, just really like um, eating in a very holistic way. It just kind of wakes up my, my my spirit too so it makes it feel very connected so it starts with nutrition and then goes from there
1: yeah you know it's funny um, Edie for me um, when I look at your your path and this may be true for many of us is I felt I feel like even now I'm still only now this is a very pivotal time for me which is probably why you're synchronistically yeah. here and I'm sure for other mm. people as well in the sense of um, making choices the right choices mm-hmm. about yeah. nutrition and yeah. um you know sometimes we can be mm. in situations where we don't make all the choices and and, and you know i have this mm-hmm. just right. last night i was thinking i had some corn that was um you know just just um in the freezer and i thought you know <laughs> i just don't think this is healthy um you know mm. and i thought this for a mm-hmm. long time is that mm. um The GMO thing is really, really is something I think more of us need to pay attention to. And and I think Mm -hmm. if I could encourage the listeners, it's a process, isn't it, Edie? It is. Um, Yeah, it is a process. Stepping into our own health and well-being. It Mm -hmm. it is a, a process. And for me, it's funny, the spirit part has proceeded by far getting all the rest. Aligned. And now, you know, in yeah. my own life, that. that's my next step. And I know this is something that, that um, you know, it's something I've been stepping into, but, you know, mm-hmm. I need to yeah. embody it more fully.
0: Uh, well, Susan, I mean, actually, I love that you said that because I was actually just thinking this this morning that, you know, so, I mean, I want to address both of those things. Like, so, for instance, like, we can't always control our health, um, but our spirit, to me, is always whole. And so I, you, I think you can start from there too. You know, you can like yeah. allow that trickle down effect. Like, like on a holistic plane, you know, my spirit is untouched and whole and pure, and, and allow that that energy to fill your body and give you energy and give you hope. Um, yeah. You know, it's. I think that um, in terms of GMOs, you know, some people will argue that it's a way to help make sure that everyone gets food, and you know, I'm I'm certainly not against that idea. But um, I, I do feel like we've lost touch with, um, I mean, we, we are, we do have bodies and they not only need to be, you know, fed well and, and grounded, like nutrition for me is very grounding and it is a process, absolutely. I mean, just like anything in life is, I mean, we can always evolve into the next level of, of, of awareness with our, you know, what we gravitate toward in terms of how we feed ourselves, how we, how we sustain our bodies and, you know, and, and, and and sort of, instead of, you know, I've had a a huge journey and relationship with food and nutrition. And, um, I mean, I actually had a mild eating disorder when I was younger and I've, it's, I'm amazed now to look back on, you know, and then food, you know, when I developed a, a chronic health issues and lost my energy, my food became like this, sort of it can become like a love hate relationship in terms of well if i eat this it, it may drop my energy and well if i maybe just focus on you know chocolate for instance i might have more energy I mean, like these kind of strange false beliefs like i just it's a whole evolutionary process that you go through and it is an evolve it involves your consciousness it's an opportunity to you know sort of heal your relationship i think with food especially if you're coming from a place of Having, If you do have a health challenge, it's an opportunity mm-hmm. to sort of reboot with nutrition and yeah. look at it as, as, as a tool um, to feed your body and, of course, feed your soul. I mean, cooking together, preparing food, you know, is, is huge. And I, we have lost some of that, I think, in our culture. We live yeah. in a very fast, fast yeah. food culture.
1: Yes, very much so. And, you know, I lived yeah. for many years in the Midwest. Mm-hmm. And um mm-hmm. you know, during that time, um I, I think that, that um you know, I'm I'm fortunate. I think many of us, depending on where we live, the the mm-hmm. the food mm-hmm. values that are encouraged can can vary. <laughs> oh, <absolutely. laughs> Although nowadays oh, we're absolutely. learning I think, um, nationwide. But um I, I always feel though that um, you know, it is a it is a progression for all mm-hmm. of us. And you're right how we can spiritually awaken, independent of that. I had a total awakening mm-hmm. oh, yeah. at a time when I was not eating well. But the funny thing, Edie, mm-hmm. was one yeah. of the first things I wanted better. Right when I was in a real mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. a higher energetic state, I yeah. I didn't want to eat meat and things all of mm-hmm. a sudden. It's like, you know um and I mm-hmm. I do eat meat now, but, but it was interesting mm-hmm. how it seemed like I knew um, just somehow intrinsically that that um, that was the case. So so, Edie, yeah. talking more about your your own journey. Actually, one thing I want mm-hmm. to point out here at the outset is the very process of your telling your story so mm-hmm. honestly is um, you are being an incredible role model. To all of us, because Mm -hmm. you are sharing Mm -hmm. journal entries, poetry, very Mm -hmm. um, um, intimate details of your life, Mm -hmm. and and that takes courage, and I wonder Mm -hmm. if you could speak to that again a little more to those who are thinking about sharing their story. I mean, I I think of it, I know others are thinking, you know, where Mm -hmm. did you find that courage, Edie? Take the leap. um, I really admire that.
0: Oh, thank you, Susan, that well (laughs) Thank you. Well, that was also a process. Um, so I have written – so it took me 10 years to write this book, and I, I went through different phases of it. And I, I the first chapter is on my story, and then, you know, I go into other sections that are more related to, you know, theories of chronic fatigue and such. But I so I read through the first chapter, and I was like, hmm, this seems a little bit dry, and I didn't really know how to fix it. And I was like – and then I had a few people read it, and then I I think, you know, Some people were saying, just tell your story, because that's what gives people hope. And then it dawned on me that, well, what are other stories that I've read where I've made an emotional connection? And it was when, I mean, think about it in any medium, when a writer, you know, an artist or someone who's a storyteller is sharing their story. It's when they do have that, the courage or capacity to be vulnerable. I was like, okay, well... Then, if I, if my goal is to hopefully help people and be able to effectively, like, honestly share my story, then I have to share even the hard part, the parts that are the scariest. So for me, what what seems like the maybe the juicy parts are the, yeah, the parts that are the, the parts that you probably wouldn't think that you would want to share, but those are usually the the parts that people end up relating to the most. It makes it human, you know. So. Yeah. Yeah. I just I just well, I, I I gave myself permission to be vulnerable.
1: <laughs> yes, and you did exactly yeah. that. You you really <laughs> I I have to say I know that that's not easy cuz no, it's not of us, um who who <laughs> it's attempt, not. <laughs> right? it, it's not at all. And and you know one yeah. of the things and and this is all under you mm. know this this show is under the umbrella of living mindfully and we're going to step right. into that topic yeah. through your story. But one yeah. of okay. another aspect of your story that I think many have shared is mm-hmm. um being in abusive relationships, a pattern yeah. of yeah, that. Absolutely. And and so many people can be helped by mm-hmm. this and will relate to it. And I wonder mm-hmm. if you could okay. speak to that a little bit, even sure. how you yeah. how you evolved yourself.
0: Yeah. So and I and I appreciate you bringing that up and I think also and I want to make sure I answered your first question like how did I find the courage to to share these stories yes. and I I'm and that sure I think was part ask, of it.
1: Yes, do. Yeah. Uh-huh.
0: I mean, so I it was just taking that leap of faith, you know, that that someone might benefit from me being vulnerable. So maybe that makes it more clear in a nutshell of like why I decided to to be that vulnerable and then Yes, um, I did debate whether or not to share that I'd been in some, I've been in a few abusive relationships and that pattern has thankfully changed now because I learned how to value myself, but that was a huge process and it was at the time very humiliating and I didn't understand what was happening and it is related to energy in the sense of not having good boundaries So for whatever reason, I didn't have good boundaries growing up. And so I didn't know how to establish those with other people. And also, I think, you know, we all have, you know, different histories of why we have what are in, in counseling or psychology is called attachment. We all grow up either with like a secure attachment or an insecure attachment and, you know, which is connected to, I mean, we all crave, I think, connection and communion you know, whether with ourselves or a higher source or other other people or just the world at large and so of course, you know, I sought out relationships just like everyone else. But I didn't yeah. I didn't know how to help be in a healthy relationship and I didn't yeah. have a good sense of myself. So everything is yeah. interconnected. So I it was it was definitely those were definitely some some very hard times. Um but i the second in my marriage actually you know um that that was violent and then i got sick yeah. a second time around in the marriage so i got sick the first time after surgery and then i started getting better i cuz i got into the natural foods industry and that literally saved my life because you know they have high quality supplements and organic food and whole other conversation but i i was doing much better and then i i met i met my ex husband and we i was healthy when i met him but then it was a very violent situation and my body crashed again and but what I, what I want to say is that even though that was a very very dark time and difficult time um and i had a lot to learn i had a lot to learn about myself my body my relationship with other people what a healthy attachment would look like I, I didn't I didn't have any idea of what that even would look like at that time, but what did come out of that was that i that's when I became became a writer i would say i mean I, I had written my whole life, but it's interesting how really challenging times actually can, can put you on the path to oh, yeah. Yeah. you know your where you're supposed to be and and you know and then this book is is a direct result I would say of you know sort of coming out of that dark place. So yes. yeah, yeah,
1: yes, and and I really feel that I think that um, the poetic nature of your book—you can feel how it comes comes out of the dark night of the soul, so to speak. Yes. And, um, you can <laughs> exactly. feel it, yeah. and yeah. and that's um, what you want to see. And mm-hmm. I mean, it, it's just—I—I—I really—it's <laughs> um, a book to to linger over. I I want to spend more time. With your book. It involves, it has a Mm -hmm. lot to it because for people (laughs) who are having Mm -hmm. health challenges, I mean, really, it does. Mm -hmm. I can see how it evolved now that you've told us the story of how you wrote it because Mm -hmm. it has Mm -hmm. that beautiful um, journey aspect Mm -hmm. and then it also has very concrete information for anybody Mm -hmm. who's experiencing Mm -hmm. inflammation, chronic fatigue, fibromyalgia. I mean, so many. Mm Um, concrete things that can be helpful mm. to people um, and
0: something. Thank you, Susan. Um, Thank you. I yeah, that. yeah.
1: That's I. I really I appreciate it. Do, do see that. I mean, I. And, yeah, and, that know, was my intention. I, yeah. These these compliments are totally from the heart. I care about you, Edie. I mean, you're just a really cool person in my life, oh, and likewise. I just, you know, I'm reading likewise. this book and I'm like, right. <laughs> you know, I just wanted to cheer for mm. you. and <laughs> oh. You did it.
0: I mean, Aww, that's what that's I was so, thinking. It's like, so my sweet. goodness,
1: she mm. did it. I mean, you really mm. created something beautiful here and because it's from your heart. It's Thank from you. your heart. Mm. Interesting.
0: Um, I never thought of it that way.
1: Yeah, it, it really <laughs> that's is. beautiful. It really is. And it, and it contains your, your intelligence. It, it's from your heart and your mind. I mean, you, you mm. integrated that. And obviously, mm-hmm. your relationship with your body generated yes. some of this as well. Um, yes. Oh,
0: very I really like that. My relationship uh-huh. with my body. Absolutely, which I yeah. think yeah, a lot of us are I think, you know, that's a that's a relationship that we can all benefit from. <laughs> Since we're here yeah. on this planet.
1: <laughs> yes, very much so. And you know, something yeah. else that that you know a great deal about and mm-hmm. um actually I will honestly say maybe some people out there will Relate to this when we talk about mindful <laughs> living. I yeah. have been having yeah. an on again, off again love affair with yoga, and I'll explain <laughs> it. It's like, okay, uh, you know, I <laughs> took <laughs> yoga for a while, Edie, and there may be people who will relate to this because you are a yoga instructor, and I'm really curious yes. as <laughs> to what you will say. And then, okay. truthfully, <laughs> I started having some physical issues, like my knee and my uh-huh. back, and a lot of things. Oh. And okay. then also it was going really deep, you know, because when you're dealing yeah. with stuff in your life, uh-huh. oh, my gosh, yoga really just gets <laughs> all of that out. It really does. And, and I'll it's even honestly yeah. say that I literally, oh, I don't know, was it a year ago maybe? I literally broke into tears in a class. It went so deep. Oh. And, yeah, um, and, yeah. Oh, and that. yeah. Wonderful. And, and, oh yeah. yeah. But, you mm. know, the, the negative aspect of this is that right now, <laughs> You know, I'm just yeah. kind of doing it on my own. I'm not part of yeah. the class, mostly because no, I was I concerned. You. I mean, it, I don't know if I was ready for the type of yoga I was doing. I mean, I don't know. It, right. it just yeah. it was overwhelming to Oh, me. Susan. And I yeah. still do it. Yeah. I yeah. still do it. But physically and in yeah. other ways, it was mm-hmm. a lot for me, and I it surprised mm-hmm. me. But the gentle stuff that I do now is great. You know, I do it when no, I'm walking. I'll stop under a tree and I'll do some very simple simple postures and things. So so anyway, yeah. because I would like to explore this more safely and you are a yeah. yoga okay. instructor. Um yeah. and because okay. I believe it's actually part of mindfully living and we could probably do a whole show on Absolutely. this. Absolutely. I wonder if you yeah. could explore this for others who sure. who have who so want to get it. You know, really start to get it and yet not injure themselves, not push too hard, right? That my yeah. And and um, just come into a relationship with a practice. What do you say to new students? Mm. You're such a okay. gentle soul, Edie. What do you say? Oh,
0: thank you. Well, Susan, I really appreciate that. And so first of all, I would say two things. I mean, to me, so yoga is a, is a way of being and that you don't have to physically be on your mat. That's just one. That's just a physical part of yoga. So it's, it's really about, you know, you, like feeling union with your body and your mind and your spirit and also a greater source. So you can do that anywhere. And that, that's really the, the true goal of yoga is if that you can even use that word, and so the physical part is just one way to help you feel that and and live that way so um, and so it sounds to me like you're already doing it and and so anyone can anyone who's who has that that desire and longing mm-hmm. to feel truly connected um, could benefit yeah. from even you know any any type of yoga, just even reading about it, just or even just you know, see when you seek union. I, I feel like and and also yes, I'm, I'm seeking to be more aware, aware yeah. of, of of finding that union and and feeling that union with you know um, all parts of all parts of yourself and also. The universe at large, then that is yoga. And I mean, I don't, you know, I don't, I'm not, I don't consider myself an expert at yoga by any stretch of the imagination. However, that's been my experience with it. And also, Susan, you know, I've had, I've actually been, I've been practicing just on my own for like half a year now because of an an old, my old injury myself. So, Uh you know, it's, and I think, you know, there's so many different styles of yoga, like physical yoga that. Um it's, it's very, you know, I think people, I mean, I know that, you know, there's power yoga, but there's also very much, there's even yin yoga. And, I mean, there's just like, so many different types of yoga that I think yes, it really it, is about finding the right fit.
1: And, and yeah, in my case, I started with Iyengar yoga, yoga yes. just because mm-hmm. it was okay. near and i know that has mm-hmm. certain some of it supposedly it's really good because you have a lot of props but then it also has mm-hmm. some other um it, it got to be kind of complicated cuz they do inversions mm-hmm. and stuff i mean yeah. it, even in with beginners <laughs> <And> so <laughs> and so but sometimes but yeah. mostly when i wasn't pushing myself too hard i think mm-hmm. i just did well enough i mean that's part of it too is um, and I don't know how you really learn that, but I will say this. When I do simple, um, the simplest of moves, I immediately, I'm breathing. And there were many times oh, yes, in class, yes, yes, I yes. felt wonderful. I mean, it was just absolutely yes. wonderful. And the meditation part was mm-hmm. awesome. But but many parts, yeah. you know, the release, I certainly felt it. And, um, you know, I feel like like it's all part of living more mindfully is to find a way it to is. do these things. Yeah. And maybe Tai Chi Absolutely. is another one. I don't know if you've experienced that at all. I love I've Tai Chi. Absolutely. That. Do yeah. you? Yeah. Uh-huh.
0: Mind-body fitness. Mind-body fitness in general I think is really powerful. And, you know, there's even Qigong. I mean, if if someone is, is really feeling like they physically don't want to, you know, do some of the, the more, um, you know, physical yoga postures, um, Qi Gong is, is is literally called energy cultivation. So you can literally just sit, even sit or stand, and just send, you know, bring energy into yourself and kind of build energy that way. And yeah, I think and and Susan, just you know, you cut out there, so I'm not sure I caught everything oh, that you I said. Oh, I did. But I did. Yeah, okay. but just well,
1: if I very, keep cutting just out, very, very, very briefly.
0: Oh, okay, okay, I will. I will. But it's but it's you know, and and the mindfulness I think is something that. Um, you know, is, it goes, it works very well with yoga and other types of, of mind body fitness, including Tai Chi and, you know, yoga and Qigong. Um, but I, you know, it's, it's just, it's really just, it should be, you know, when you talk about the breath, you know, it's, yeah. it really is about tuning in with your breath and, you know, and so in the physical part of yoga, you connect breath with movement, or at least in vinyasa yoga but you know again you can do yoga yoga is this, i think is this, is a sta- is a way of being so if you can tune in with your breath yeah. and which also does actually tie in with being more mindful then that's and it really is there's nothing that you should be doing it's it's really about you know it. yeah it's it's yeah it's about giving yourself the the gift of it's just it's a, it's a, it's an, a it's like an adventure mm-hmm. it's 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 like tuning mm-hmm. into bliss and you know union yes. and communion and yeah. magic and 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 being present it that. helps
1: you to be present i love that you just said that there's nothing that you should mm-hmm. be yeah. doing and yeah. and you know yeah. i think as many times as we hear that and repeat it to ourselves we mm-hmm. we need to really embody that that we need to just flow with what's working for us yeah Absolutely. Now, Edie, there's there's the a point in your in your book where mm-hmm. you talk about how I got better, and you list yeah. three things. You talk okay. about sacred energy, sacred mm-hmm. life, mm-hmm. and the mm-hmm. lights of health. And um, mm-hmm. let's start yeah. with energy because we've already entered into that a bit with with yoga. If if someone mm-hmm. feels they have low energy, like like you certainly felt at some point, and I've felt it too and mm-hmm. and then i know what it yeah. feels like to have higher energy which is wonderful um <laughs> but how do we how do we let's talk about energy and how mm-hmm. we cultivate mm-hmm.
0: that mm
1: so i mean that's a that's a great
0: question and it's you know it's a huge topic um but i but just for the sake of this conversation um it you know give people a frame of reference you know it, it for me it was i mean again there so there are many types of energy there's Again, there's like um, kind of like universal energy, like love energy and kind of so you can actually build your energy by sort of, you know, allowing yourself to feel connected and kind of coming from a place of love and joy like that is energy. Um, For me, it was also, you know, sacred energy is, is is really kind of all of it tied together. But but really, I mean, to me, food can be very sacred you know like in it's a denatured form so i mean i find it it I mean food is, food is uh is chemical in nature and it's when you ingest it it's al al, al, al how do you say that Alchem, alchemical I'm sure how you say it
1: uh, I've, yes I've lost al, the like to, as in
0: alchemy <laughs> alchemy as an alchemy it's it's it yes. alchemizes in your body and it's um it can take you to higher states of being. And so, to me, sacred energy is, and building energy in the body is, it can be co- a complicated process. I mean, especially if, if you've lost your energy, it can feel like a complicated process because it feels like, you're, like your energy is scattered everywhere. And it's, it's this idea of like, how do you bring it all together again? And tie, bringing it all together again is deep nutrition, it's healthy boundaries. It's feeling connected to the world, yourself, and others in the universe. Um, that, those are, and I'm sure there are other ways I've forgotten, but those are, that to me is all tied together is, is that sacred energy and also, and also feeling whole, realizing that your spirit is already whole and even allowing that you know, as a blueprint to help you to sort of re-energize. And, of course, when you're talking about, chronic fatigue syndrome or you know things of that nature um, that's actually can be I mean there are all sorts of reasons that people have chronic fatigue so there are different kind of ways to help specific people and address that um, and you know some of it has to do with what might cause a loss of energy in the body is I mean, we're still trying to understand it, to be honest. But um, some things are related to maybe chronic inflammation or de- demyelination, uh, and so it's. But I, I, really found that the way back to the way back to well, and the way back to true energy was truly nourishing myself, um, truly valuing myself, and allowing myself to come from a place of joy and, and feel connected yeah. and also seek connection, not just yeah. desire connection, but actively seek it, make it a yeah. priority. Yeah. So I forgot what the other questions were. <laughs> That's all I remember. <laughs> well, we were, we
1: were just exploring. Um, well, I think you kind of covered it, but when you talk about the rights okay. of health, for example, oh, yeah. um, you yeah. know, it seems like, Joy is is a great aspect of what you
0: express so yes. much, but but if you could
1: Absolutely.
0: reflect on that, the I lights love of that, health
1: that express, yeah. yeah. So that and thing and th- isn't that
0: just beautiful? That's actually actually a, a part of it. It. C- comes from the quote from Virginia Woolf, and I yeah. which I love, and um, it's and this actually does tie into mindfulness, Susan, because yes, it is joy, and it is also being. It's also gratitude, and it's also feeling connected, and then it's also being mindful. And this part, you know, this I think this was my greatest gift was um, my loss of well-being and my loss of energy was a gift. It was an opportunity for me to be more present, and mindfulness was a way that I was able to listen to my my symptoms, like my body was. Talking to me, and it was trying to tell me something's wrong, and I was I was young, and I was you know a little bit hyper, uh, and maybe a little unfocused, and I so for me the lights of health were absolutely mindfulness and gratitude and joy and and connection. Um, I think those are some of the bigger ones, and and mindfulness is. Was an early lesson I learned, but then it's also the hardest lesson, and the the lesson I've had to practice. It's the way of being I've had to practice the most, and it's it's ongoing. Um, but yes. it's it's a it's a profound gift to to have, and um yeah. So, but yes, I those yes. are some of the lights of health. Um and maybe yes. maybe also yes. a, a spiritual a spiritual awareness.
1: <laughs> yes. Yes. Um. You know, it's funny. I I randomly jumped in your book, and and there's another. Um, I I've got it up. And, it's kind and, of fun to do that. It is. It is. And, and it's speaking to me now. We're going to jump to a physical thing because oh. it's so important. Um <laughs> okay. And I know. I I see this in my own journey too is uh-huh. um you talk about digestive health and and how yeah. important that is and I jumped to the statement refined foods steal away mm. your power you have that all highlighted yes. and I love yes. the way you said uh, that and, and it's can you so speak true to
0: that yeah. Again? yeah so we're I mean okay so uh, okay so really quickly like we're all I think we're all seeking that sense of feeling empowered because without it, yes. it you do lose your energy on all levels. Um, and refined foods, unfortunately, that is, this is part of our fast food culture and um, it's ubiquitous, right? They're everywhere. Um, so with, Okay, so on the physical level, refined foods actually, some of them are even considered anti-nutrients like sugar. They actually require and pull vital nutrition like minerals and vitamins from your body in order to be processed. So you're actually creating a negative energy deficit in your body by consuming refined foods. Um, But also, you're not nourishing yourself on the deepest level. So you're – it's and these – a lot of illness, I believe, you know, it it can be a combination of genetic factors, but it's also epigenetic factors, which means above and beyond genetics, which means Mm – Things that you can control, like what you eat, how you think, your mindset, who you whom you interact with, um, all of those things and with nutrition, i've noticed that illness and nutrition go hand in hand in both directions, so a lot of times when we when we are used to eating denatured food and don't you know a lot of us grew up that way, right like it's yeah. kind of par for the course unfortunately. Yeah. And so when you're younger or even older or, or wherever you are in life, and, you know, I use those terms, and, and I think we can all be young at, at heart and young in spirit. Um, yeah, absolutely. But um, <laughs> but it's, you know, we can kind of coast along with these denatured items and refined foods and thinking, oh, that's not going to affect me. I remember thinking that when I was young, like, oh, I can eat anything. Like and it doesn't oh, really too. affect me Wonderbread. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Wonder bread. Yeah. Wonder I I think for me it was candy or something. Um, uh-huh. But it's but you know you're <laughs> but you're actually creating a deficit over and over time. You know, unfortunately, you you can be setting yourself up f- to be vulnerable. Um, if you do have any genetic vulnerabilities, um, or if you find your if your if your life becomes under great stress, like for me, I was in a, a ski accident. I was under great stress. Um, yeah. and, and who knows exactly what happened, why I came out of it the way that I did and developed the health issues that I did. But um, was my body as strong as it could have been beforehand? I mean, a lot of people, when they go into surgery, they know they've, they've, they've been coached to, you know, sort of um, really stock up on, you know, n- nutritional reserves so that they can fortify their body before surgery. Um, So, yeah, to answer your question, absolutely steals away power. Refined foods steal away your power on the physical level in terms of, I mean, electrolytes and vitamins, I mean, minerals. These are like the spark plugs of your well-being. So if, you know, if you don't give yourself high-quality nutrition and and really – you know, um, allow, you know, give your body what it needs, like truly needs, then um, that, that spark plug of well-being might over time um, start to, you know, sort of um, dim a little and, and maybe even make you a little bit vulnerable. Um, but on the, mm-hmm. and on the emotional and mental and spiritual levels, I find that when I eat well and I, you know, I do it because it makes me feel good, honestly, um, I have a higher, I, I feel a quality of um, a spark of well-being, um, like spiritually, that I, it makes me, it actually can spark um, a spiritual awareness. So there's that aspect of it too. Um, you know, when I started using yeah. green superfoods, I, I felt more spiritually aware. So there's the, also, yeah. yeah, so it's, I think you're, you know, power can be subtle and it's, we, yeah. it can obviously be powerful and, you know, but it can be a subtle thing that we can that can be chipped away over time, or built up slowly over time.
1: Yeah, you know, I think some of us can relate to this in the most basic of ways. Is that mm-hmm. you can just yeah. kind of um, how do you feel? You know, when right. and I think we tend yeah. not to reflect upon that. I started, right. you know, I have had, I will honestly say, some issues with portions.
0: Mm-hmm. And
1: I know you talk about that, too, a little bit about, you know, watching the amounts of what you're eating. And I mm-hmm. finally started to realize, and you have to remind yourself because it can be almost like an addiction that, hey, mm-hmm. yeah. hey, you don't feel well when you eat too yeah. much. I mean, it's true. Right. You really don't. If you, you have this yeah. great meal, you think you did, and you mm-hmm. ate too much, <laughs> Right. Mm, And then you really ruined it in a way because afterwards you don't Mm -hmm. feel good. If you really sit and think, do I feel wonderful after this meal? Mm -hmm. If you ate just, and then if you cut it off, you know, if you Mm -hmm. don't overeat, um, Mm -hmm. you feel so much better. Then you really did have a great meal. And half the time you have leftovers. Like, Like these restaurants, they give you so many um, so, such huge portions, you know, and then you get to oh, enjoy baby. it. Yeah. You bring it Definitely. home, you can have the same meal, you know, which is an added <laughs> bonus. Why do you need to eat it all? Absolutely. So, so anyway, yeah. energetically, you feel mm-hmm. it. And, you know, even yes. as simple True. as eating more fruit, I feel mm-hmm. clearer. I, I just, yeah. and I don't yes. even have to That's connect way to any higher, it's it, it, it just, it's, Instant. You just feel it. I just feel it, clearer. It just feels. Yeah, right. that's the only way I can explain it. Is it? Yeah, absolutely. There's certain things I might eat that would be very dense and make me uh-huh. not feel particularly good. You know, if I go As if clear. I were, Yeah, you know, yeah. if we, we we both went and ate, you know, Wonder Bread, right? <laughs> <laughs> or or oh my spaghettios goodness! Or I
0: c- I can tell you all sorts of foods that I've had um, an addiction oh, to. Oh yeah! Um, you know, we were all brought
1: up. Yeah. You know I mean I I truly I ate a lot of spaghettios when I was a kid. <laughs> you know you went over to somebody's uh, house they they just they'd give you yeah. sp- I don't know what it was or something like that. You know. <laughs> so. So yeah, I remember we were speedos. not b- raised very well here, <laughs> here in America. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and probably mm-hmm. in some other
0: places too. <laughs> you know, I just think it's it's a process and a journey. And I think you know our relationship to food and nutrition and and sort of like the purpose of it. I mean, it has many purposes, right? Like it's obviously to to nourish our bodies. But then, you know, we are culturally, you know, there's you know it is tied in with um, eating meals together and enjoying that, and you know, and Mark David will say, and um, I had the the great pleasure of interviewing Mark David. Um, he,
1: uh-huh.
0: you know, is is a, a leader and an expert in food psychology, and he was saying that you know, forty percent of our um, digestion of food is enjoying it, and I think there's a real natural impulse to want to enjoy your food and. I think you know. I mean, portion control. I mean, yes, if we get if we're getting into say weight control, there there is science behind it. But I think the more important part is to not worry and stress about it. And in, I think when we truly enjoy our food and are mindful of what we're eating and. And just and enjoying the life force and also maybe that togetherness that it brings in terms of preparing it and just the, the creative art of preparing food, you know, and making it healthy but also delicious. Um, if we can change our relationship to it and not stress about it, I think that yeah. is honestly more important it's more important and you're going to digest much better whatever you're eating if you're not stressing about it. And, yeah. you know, are we, Are I mean, we, but, you know, we, but, you know, when you yeah. mentioned portion control, Susan, I mean, we do live in a very, I mean, I dealt with this for years. I mean, I grew up as a dancer, right? So I had, yes. yeah. I, I was, I was told over and over again, you need to be a certain weight and oh my goodness, right. you know, I, I carried that with me for years. And yeah. I, at some point, I think this is also maybe a, a result of getting older is at some point i just my my goal is my focus now is on feeling vital and yeah. if i have a few extra pounds or some cellulite honestly i'm not going to stress about it i yeah, want to feel yeah. yeah i just i mean it's i want to feel as good as i can and also something you said susan about it is it is about feeling good. I mean, that is a huge yeah. clue to anything. Like, if you're looking to improve your relationship to food or your your wellness or health, you know, what is making you feel good in the moment? And that actually can take you pretty far. So instead yeah. of being perfect, there's no such thing.
1: Yeah, and and I love that because we set these ideals for ourselves. And truthfully, that's something mm-hmm. – that although I didn't always learn it very well in yoga, I know we were told that in yoga that you know mm-hmm. you're supposed to to just do this for yourself- you know it's not like we're we live in this culture <laughs> where yeah. um you know we can feel exposed if we're yeah. you know overweight or or whatever. Mm-hmm and and especially yeah, women yeah. i feel bear this and i feel it like when oh, i go to definitely. los angeles oh my gosh oh, yeah. i mean <laughs> and yet the funny thing is right. is as many yeah. of us on the spiritual path get older i i see us mm-hmm. tending to trend towards like wearing less makeup and and coming to love mm-hmm. ourselves more oh, and yeah. i just Absolutely. kind of stumbled upon a Absolutely. statement in your book that i actually want to read because this <laughs> Love it. Love it. this is related <laughs> and it will also launch a few more things here as this show <laughs> is rapidly going by um, actually living in the positive realm of life is everything it's literally a matter yeah. of survival positive yeah. energy <laughs> is life force ironically enough yeah there is an unbridled optimism that can come with facing illness when you realize that life is indeed a gift and every second of breath is precious.
0: Mm, Wow. (laughs) Yeah, you um, wrote that. I I forgot I wrote
1: that, to be honest. It
0: kind of rings a bell now. Um, It's, Uh uh, yeah, it's, that's it's true um it's uh i think when you when you drop all the facade of of worrying and and also fear like your your show is about the frontier beyond fear which i absolutely Uh love Uh like illness or any type of challenge like it can you you it really is like facing your fear like you can either let the fear consume you or you can realize that life is a very precious gift and every moment is precious and it's this is where life is happening and, and every, and being positive about it, right? Like we can either choose fear or we can choose to embrace life and embrace courage. And that is living positively. And that is positive energy. And I mean, there's so much we could, I could say about positive energy and how it can help to cultivate, you know, like neuroplasticity and resiliency. These are all traits that can actually help you cope and also feel better physically. Um, yeah. But yeah, like life force, like life is, is so, it's, it's like it's happening all at once. And when you, that, that life force energy, right? Like that's really potent. And it's when the more present you become and an and illness or something along those lines, like a deep challenge is, is a huge gift to be able to slow down and you almost have to, you almost have to, like, I I may have had that realization when I was in bed, I'm it's kind of ringing a bell, uh-huh. like, I, there was one uh-huh. moment I had when I was, I was so exhausted, I was lying in bed, and I, I remember thinking that, or just having this awareness that, that relationships are what matter, and it's just, every moment is a gift, and that's all that matters, is just appreciate yeah. the moment, being alive, yeah. and everything else is gravy. <laughs> You know, just do your best to to be in the moment, and and be grateful, yeah. and be present. Yeah. You know. Yeah.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I I feel like you know the message that that continually is coming through for all of us through your work mm-hmm. and through the work of others that I've been exploring on this show and independently mm-hmm. is mm-hmm. just it it has so much to do with um a healthy relationship with ourselves in in so many yeah. ways and then that radiates mm. outwards to you know and it's part of that is, is of course our relationship with spirit but then then with mm-hmm. others so quick we are we rush into um feeling need in some ways you know externally when when everything we need mm. you know we can wow. we can find and and it's that love for yourself that that i feel radiates um that that helps you know, that it generates the healing energy and you know, will help with every relationship mm. that comes from that in the future. Mm.
0: Interesting. That's really interesting, Susan. Um I think it's I think it's very true that and it's very hard. It's such a challenge to learn how it to is. love yourself. Process. And it's 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 is a process and it's honestly it's it's um I I don't I don't even know I don't even remember how I got there now. I don't, you know, it's, it was such a long journey and, you know, especially, you know, going through like domestic violence, like when you have mirrors, you know, telling you other things, it's, it's even more challenging. And I do think that it's so important to, to have that sense of self, self-worth and, and self-love and know that you're good enough. Um, I often, it's, I think it's, it's a fine line because we, I do feel like that we're super interconnected too. And I find other relationships Extraordinarily healing, also, and it's so—it's such a fine line because I think that you do have to have that sense of inner confidence, and or not even have it, but know how to navigate. You have to learn the hard—the hard route is to uh, find a way to be okay with yourself, you know, and know that you're enough. Like, and yet, it's also—I think there are many ways to get there. And, you know, for some people, I think it's deep introspection and and maybe lots of um, experiences that can reinforce that, you know, and for other people, I think it's it's a it's maybe having a great relationship and having it had mirrored back to you. But I think right. either any way that it happens, it's it's a journey that we all take um, yeah. and there's there's no way around it. Um, but I, you know, it really does come down to that, doesn't it? That that core feeling of feeling good enough is that? Is that? I mean, is that what you're talking about when you say like self-love? Is it feeling good enough, or is that the same thing? Do you think? This is In something a way, that I, this has been I a huge mean, topic for me. Yeah, it, it is
1: ahead. huge. It, you know, we could do a yeah. we could probably. Do I know. I could. I could have you on here all the time because there's just so much to explore. <laughs> um it's an energetic mm. thing i feel you know and it's yeah. even oh, truthfully i can yeah. even view it as when you talk about you speak in your book a lot about the breath and and yeah. um it's even breath. a relationship yeah. with that it's it's that yeah I, I don't i you know when you said you didn't even know how you came to it and you know i have I to say the same thing and I'm yeah. not saying it's perfect, either, like you said, we don't yeah. hold ourselves up to this perfect ideal sometimes we really need i mean we're here we're we're here to be with one another, you know, I mean we're not right. living in yeah. isolation, but um, and we feel you know there are times when we help one another. there's no question, but mm-hmm. um still, over time, you feel it, it's this inner strength, i guess um it is oh, that, that's a beautiful that way of it.
0: yeah
1: and, <laughs> yes, and, it is, it is. Yeah, and that's what I see in your work, and I think that's why mm. you were able mm. to be so honest in your book because well. you found that um, mm. that inner love for yourself that you could be vulnerable, and maybe that's it wow. It allows you to be huh. real. And and I I appreciate how oh, you my goodness. did that. You. <laughs> <laughs> Susan, I, th- I th- thank you.
0: That's really I'm. It's I mean, I feel true. like you're marrying it back to me now. I just I didn't yeah, even make that connection. True. So thank it, you it so much, really, it really mm. does. and, and, well, it, and it, it helps comes, everyone <laughs> that way. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. Well, that is so. That's so. That's very. That's a lovely thing to say, and it kind of circles back to the idea of having hope. Like right. Like never yes. lose. Here's the thing: is when you also when you mentioned hope. Now, I'm remember, remembering that my fa- so my father. He has a great quote about hope. And my father passed yeah. away um, in 2008. He had esophageal cancer. And, you know, he really, really fought hard for his life. Um, and in the end, he um, unfortunately succumbed. However, we had, we all, all of his children came to say goodbye to him. And when he and I were visiting, he, he said to me, um, you know, never lose, never lose, never give up is what he said to me. Um, and I, to me, I equate that with always keeping that help. And he said, too many people lose the light from their eyes. And I was just, I was floored when he said that to me. I, first of all, I couldn't believe he was saying it to me. It was just so insightful and so heartfelt. And I mean, this is, you know, my father who was, who literally was, you know, dying. And this, this was his insight. You know, he was a very accomplished man and, but this was his insight on life. And, um, I think that maybe you know finding that that place of feeling good about yourself and feeling okay and and finding that place where you can love yourself and and some people will say in counseling and psychology that it's really about self acceptance because can we ever truly love ourselves? I mean, you know this is a right. philosophical question too, however, you can learn to Accept yourself, and this probably does come back to mindfulness, too, because it's, it's very much about accepting life as it is and being okay with things as they are. But I think, and this is, I'm sure, very true for you, too, and, you know, for anyone who just keep that hope alive that, you know, anything is possible and that you can feel good about yourself, like wherever you are yeah. in life, it's yeah. just keep, yeah. keep, keep that hope alive that it's possible to feel that way
1: no matter where you yeah. are now. Yes. Yeah. And you know we're racing towards the end of the program okay. but um <laughs> I, I just that's a beautiful way to to really complete the thought I feel and mm-hmm. um really Edie I just want to express such gratitude for for everything you are. I am so grateful to to know you and to have you in In my own life, and then for everything that you're giving Likewise. to everyone else, and through your show too, which you continue to do wonderful things with a <laughs> wellness coach, there's a link to it on oh, on the page thank you, as well um, thank you. just just and I and you know, coaching it. everything, thank you so much, oh for being Susan, here today. thank you.
0: Oh, thank you. Thank you so much for having me. It's such an honor, and I truly appreciate it. And it's just always such a pleasure to speak with you. And I love your show, too. And thank you for all of your just um, beautiful and inspirational work that you're and, and wisdom that you're putting out into the world.
1: Oh, well, thank you, dear soul. Well, you <laughs> okay. take care now, and I'm so okay. glad to okay. have you here today. You, you have a wonderful afternoon. Take care. Thank you. You too. All right. Bye. Bye-bye. Um, A quick show note, our next show, really quick here, we're going down for the live show. And live audience, I've appreciated you out there. Um, David Bennett is coming on the show Monday at 12 noon Pacific, 3 p.m. Eastern. And I forgot to say the actual date of today's show, which I vowed I would continue to do because I know people are listening across time. Today is September eighth, 2016, and the show with David Bennett will be on September twelfth. So... Um, I invite you to go to FrontierBeyondFear.com dot com to learn all about future shows. And Edie's site is portlandwellnesscoach. dot com. Just got that in before we get to the the podcast portion. Welcome those of you who've been listening across time. You've been with us. All along, I know, and and I just want to remind you that your energy is very present here. I don't know when you're listening. It could be far in the future. I hope so. I hope, you know, you're uncovering these episodes and also episodes of Edie's wonderful show in the future because she's interviewed so many people. And, you know, these are ways that we remember the work of various individuals. And, you know, it truly is a blessing to be in the blog talk radio community conveying that work um, to the present day and across time because there are so many people doing beautiful things in the world and today i am just so delighted that the person whose work i was able to explore just at the surface really is dear Edie summers because i really do encourage you to explore this book which has so many dimensions and it's not her first book by the way she's written a couple others too but her latest book the memory of health to mindful living and conscious consumerism i think we may need to do a show on conscious consumerism too because we haven't done that one yet um, and let me also put out a compliment to wonderful artist richard crooks who's been on this show who did the frontier beyond fear imagery and has also worked has worked on imagery for my own books in progress which I appreciate you know the frontier beyond fear was going to be a book and will be someday um but um thank you to dear Richard who who very possibly is listening to this too across time because what a gift he is to us all he created something very beautiful for Edie's book, as he always does, and we appreciate Richard Crooks. So, once again, go to FrontierBeyondFear.com to see all of the archive. In fact, there was a great show with Richard Crooks, too, and past shows with Edie. Just enter the name of the guest you want to find the show, enter it in, and you can quickly see all the shows that have been with a particular guest in the archive. That's a fun feature. Um, And I also want to remind you, this show is listener-supported. I welcome your gifts, um, and there's a way to do that on the FrontierBeyondFear.com website. Find us on Facebook and Twitter. you got links for that, too, and Edie's on Twitter and Facebook, too, and um, we can all be in this wonderful community together. So thank you, everyone. I hope you have a wonderful day, evening, wherever this show finds you, and that you pay attention to your breath. I invite you to do that because Edie teaches us this and that you start to step into that space no matter where you are of knowing that if you have some area that you'd like to get better it will get better because Edie's book invites us to step into that energy of knowing that we are all on a journey and we can accept where we are, but we can also know that we are expanding every day. Embrace that, everyone, and breathe. Take care.